Daddy? Yes? Daddy? Yes? Why do you have to go make the podcast instead of spending time with me? Oh, uh, son, because I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I love movies and kind of, I love you. But you love movies more than you love me, daddy. Well, that would answer your question. That's why I have to make the podcast. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right. I guess I'm a grown man now. Hey, oh, everybody. Wh- what happened? <laughs> I don't know. My boy. Uh, my boy. <laughs> Welcome to my boy. Welcome to the Indie Film Review. My name is Jared. That's Dan. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? How are you? Dan, you don't have to answer. This plain is a view. Because I've abandoned my child. <laughs> all That's day. right. You've abandoned your boy. I've abandoned my boy. Abandoned my boy. What a what a film. What a film. Uh, and we're not here to talk about that film, Dan. Of course what not. What film are we here to talk about? We are here to talk to you guys about Pink Rabbit that dropped today, along with Pink this episode. Rabbit. It is That's the right. newest brainchild from Zitkin Yakilmus. Zitkin Yakilmus. Who is a friend of the show. She sent in to us Planet Z a while Hell back, yeah. and we enjoyed that film quite a bit. Fucking Planet Z was wild. <laughs> and if you think this movie is any less wild, oh, you're God. wrong. Yeah, no, this, film <laughs> this film is takes you places. Uh, off the hinges. <laughs> it's, it's careening. <laughs> it, uh, it's made a new path, and it's traveling down that path, and I love it. It's, it's really zany. Um, but I expect nothing less, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, Zitkin, uh, she threw us some bones for this, didn't she? She did. Should I read these bones that she's been throwing us? So Yeah, sure. First of all, if you want to support independent films and watch Zitkin's Pink Rabbit, you can do so anywhere. It's, it's basically everywhere. Like It's, it's on right. everything. It's on iTunes, Prime Video, Vudu, Google Play, Amazon um for a uh, blu-ray release it also has um it's on cable guys like you could just turn on your cable box and just get out there and watch it pink rabbit anyway so she said to set this in the right frame she only had two people shooting this on set uh Mm -hmm. just her and her husband her husband was doing all the sound and camera at once which is fucking crazy damn and her she was doing um acting she's the lead actress she was directing she handled all the props and um costumes all the props are handcrafted uh she did all the color grading which was a lot of in the editing aspect of it there was um, some special effects as well and she Mm -hmm. uh, she did all of this with her crew for four thousand dollars yeah, there is stop motion in this. Yes. There is animation in yes. this. This this film is. There's so many creative, interesting things in this, and I, I'm so excited to talk about it. What I'll say is, if you want to watch, like, I don't know if this movie would be a grindhouse, but like a a gore horror cheese fest. Yes. I'd say get some friends together, become under the influence of things. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're going to really enjoy this movie. This film now, is wildly, wildly yeah. imaginative. Like, yes, I can't yeah. say that I've seen anything. Well, the, the only thing that I felt like, it, it felt a little bit like A Christmas Carol, but with murder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. gets visited by, like, three ghosts and she has to fucking kill them all. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah! Oh my god, that's amazing! But I love that. Outside of that, like, kind of narrative structure, everything that happens is brand new to me. It is incredible. Really strange stuff, and I, I love that. I love, I like all the strange stuff. Alright, so let's get into questions. Dan, question for you. Yes. Did you think this film was funny? Now, I don't know if it's technically a comedy, but did this film make you laugh? Yes, this film made me laugh a lot. Okay. <laughs> um... Uh, I think I'm pretty intentional or unintentional. There, there has to be, there has to be some intentionality to some of the shit. Like there's no way, there's no way that some of the things that was, that were, I think it's a mix between some where it's just like some of it's so strange because Zitkin is, she makes films that are just so bizarre. She, it's like a, she's not tour. In this respect, yes. right? Oh, you of how you could, things the, the 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 auteur stink is all over this film, <laughs> which is a good thing. It's yeah, a good exactly. thing when you say like, stink, it makes it sound yes. bad. Well, yeah, but it, not, not, this is such her voice. Yes, voice. And we'll get into how bizarre this movie is, yes. but it, it really helps with my enjoyment. I well, guess, and then like you ahead. also had some really like now that they aren't bound by COVID, like they had some really interesting camera work. Oh, like her husband, I was so excited. Her about husband was those, amazing. Like. like there, there's mm-hmm. there's this one scene that just took me by surprise. It was like this amazing wide shot of her sitting in a forest on a chair. Just like a really bizarre looking mm-hmm. scene. But it was just a nice wide shot. And it like brought, it, it kind of anchored you in this yeah. this this story that she's telling. Which There like, are so many really fun ideas in this movie that I cannot wait to get into. But yeah, go ahead, Dan, with your question. Okay, my question, Jared. Who was your favorite character? <laughs> oh, hmm. Um, I'd say it's a tie between the. I really liked the pink rabbit. I mm-hmm. think the guy who played the pink rabbit was really good, and I liked the the hillbilly father son in the very beginning. Oh, oh I like the. Dad. Oh, that dad was really good. The dad was excellent. The dad, I think, is my favorite character. Like the hillbilly dad was. He was so good. Um. Everybody else, their characters were interesting, but the hillbilly dad had a lot of the best dialogue, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing really set a great tone for me in, as far as like where the movie was going. And I, at first I was like, is this going to be the whole film? And of course, it like the film kind of starts to go into these really crazy... Like, that whole thing with the hillbilly father and son isn't even the whole movie yeah there's some other weird crazy so to kind of set up what what we're talking about here it's you 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 get immediately transported into the last 40 to 30 minutes of a horror film and you're like there's there's still an hour and 30 minutes in this like where is it going to go from this yeah 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 it's pretty funny i don't know it was it was treasures in this film what did you think about set design? Because we already talked about like the camera and how we both kind of agree really like what the camera was doing a lot in this movie. Set design was so, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. There was one set that I was a little confused about, okay. w- which was the hillbilly layer. 
because yeah. they have a Confederate flag hanging. And I guess yeah. that was supposed to showcase that it was like back in time, like in the 1860s, like, you know. Yes, because I think I, I looked up when that flag was made and it was like 1866, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So I think it actually fit the time period. Yeah, it, it does fit the time now, period. I was a little confused by that. But too, the but way it, yeah, they were correct. the way they were talking made it seem like they weren't part of the American South at the time. Because they would mm. they would say maketh and doth and like things like that, so I mean I don't know how they spoke back then, but yeah maybe spoketh. that was incorrect. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, just, it, it was it was it was really weird. Um, but that all of this sets outside of like that, that was the one thing that I'm like mm, okay this is strange. But besides that, that set is fucking mm-hmm. amazing. The set with the gypsy is fucking amazing. There's so much detail. I feel like a lot of the there's budget went into the set. So much it detail. Like, it's man, almost almost so too much detail. Handcrafted. Yes. Yeah. It's and and the camera wants to show off a lot of this stuff too. All the little interstitials mm-hmm. where it would zoom in and like show the finer details. Those were so good. Those were so good. I love that. I wish it would do that for other things, especially during certain actions that people would take. I guess I'll get into it now before I forget. But like, there would be a certain scene where like. Somebody would put away a gun, and instead of like cutting to a close up of that person putting away the gun very quickly, it would show like a like a, a wide shot or a full body shot of them like fumbling around trying to put the gun away. And I'm just like zoom in on just like just like go have him put the gun away, and then edit cut, and then zoom in to him just like putting the gun in the holster or whatever, just like mm-hmm. real quick. Dan, do you have any other questions for me? Or do you want to just get into it? Oh, let's just get into it, man. There's a lot to talk right. about. All right, all right. So we are going to spoil this film. I think this is a really fun watch. It's certainly, it's okay. It's low budget. You're going to see some crazy shit in it. This isn't going to be like, uh, what, what's the word? This, this is not like a Bridges of Madison County. What am I trying to say? Like, this isn't going to be like high art. You know what no, I mean? It's, like, it's this, definitely low art. This film art. knows what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I still love this kind of stuff. I, absolutely. It's like Grindhouse. Even in the acting, it's schlocky. Like, you know, it's like that campy style of acting, but it Mm -hmm. got to a point where the beats got longer and longer. Mm -hmm. And like, there were these really strange pauses that just made the tone of the movie feel weird and off. And I I loved it. It was so interesting. Really strange stuff. What I will say is there, there is some animals that get hurt in this. Of course, no, I don't think any real animals get hurt, but we'll talk about that too. Uh, There's a cat and a mouse that that gets attacked and it's like for me that was the hardest parts of the film to watch like i can watch people's heads get ripped off i don't care all day i'm like who gives a shit when i see animals get hurt i'm just like no <laughs> why <laughs> i think they but handled we it well that though. more i think what they handled it well enough yeah yeah so without further ado dan please explain please explain pink, to us pink rabbit this film um, like kind of walk us through okay. it now i'll so, stop you and we'll talk about things basically there's this woman so it, she did this again where she references her film in her own film oh yeah that i, I love yeah. that shit it's very self-reflexive anyway she she this woman named martha she is working as a secretary or something or i don't know like i don't know exactly what her job is but she like is mm-hmm. an office worker for the entertainment industry, I guess. Yeah. And she has this thing called the Pink Rabbit that is the script that she has to like make a report for or something. And she 
Um, she leaves work because her son calls her and her boss is like, you got to do this by two o'clock and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, mm-hmm. she, um, leaves work and she's stopped in the middle of the road by a man in a pink rabbit suit and she magically disappears and she gets transported back in time with pink <laughs> magic to 1866. It's actually a little kid. Oh yeah. It's, it's a little her kid. Son it's her son in a pink yeah. rabbit suit that she almost hits. Yeah. So this film, it is like corny and goofy and silly, but it's and, also and like a Lynchian nightmare. Really dark, <laughs> yeah, and it gets really fucked up. Um, how did you feel about that tone of just like? Oh, I ate it up, man. Despair, I ate and it then up. like ultimate. That's why I was saying like trauma comedy. Uh, yeah, this is a really like trauma esque. That's I what I'm like. saying. Like the 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 acting was like schlocky and corny at a lot of the time, but then whenever we got to those moments of despair, like because it lagged a bit and the beats lagged, it just like mm-hmm. it gave you time to think about what was happening on screen. You're like, oh my, oh Jesus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But go ahead. So she gets transported. She right? gets transported into um, the woods and she's picked up by this hillbilly son who smacks her over the face and they kidnap her. They put her in. Oh, my God. OK. They put her in this dungeon area of their house and <laughs> th- the son is super creepy. He has the creepiest smile ever. His face is and so. Oh, he's it's wild so good. Looking. Anyway, he um, he puts her on this bed of loose bricks so anytime she cool moves, exactly, like I would have never thought of this, but he puts her on loose bricks. So anytime she moves, he can hear the brick and he's like, oh, is she moving? And then she pretends to not be moving. But it's like, who, who, who else but Z, huh? Would think of this amazing way. Really cool idea. Of, I love this concept. Yeah. Um, one criticism I'll say is so she is like, oh, I want to go tuck my son in. I've worked too much. I haven't seen my husband or my my son in so long. I'm going to skip work, right? And she goes and she gets in her car and she starts to drive. Um, I, I didn't like how she just kind of like teleports to the places. I guess that's like part of it with like the pink rabbit. Oh, I, <gasps> oh, I shouldn't have said his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's part it of the rules. Me. The pink oh, rabbit. Hey. hey, pink rabbit. How's that uh, alimony payments going on? I know it's been really tough on you ever since the divorce. Don't say my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't like to talk about his feelings a lot, that guy. He's a good guy, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think I'm doing his voice right. <laughs> no, I don't, we can't. There's no way we can do that, that voice He's justice. insane. It's so hard He's an to insane do. person. Do you have his name by I don't any even chance? remember what I was saying. Uh, uh, oh, the actor? Yeah. Roland Blake. Roland Blake. B-I-A-L-K-E. So I'm not sure But and you know, that. his fucking delivery... But Roland is awesome. His fucking delivery is like the, the, the little person from Twin Peaks. You know? <laughs> yes! Like, oh, I was getting some major... I mean, I... I always feel so hack when I bring up uh, Lynch and stuff. Well, but no, it, like you this can film, see it. You this can film see is that you can see it. Also, Z likes to include so many um, references to other horror films. Like, there's a really uh-huh, cool yeah. le- reference to Silence of the Lambs in the first segment. There's a really cool le- reference to um, the Changeling. Uh, what was another one? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, there's there was just so like I'm pretty sure that I didn't even pick up on some of them because like yeah you, you could tell this film is just saturated with horror and another thing that this mm-hmm. reminded me of was the greasy strangler oh my god don't why would you ever make me think about the greasy strangler <laughs> well, again just, I just covered my face <laughs> I, I'm saying like tonally like it gave me the same kind of like schlocky feeling. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, Gracie Strangler is really fun. It's a film you only watch once. Yes. And you're like, okay, never watching that movie again. Oh, <laughs> uh, I bet Zeke can really enjoy the Greasy Strangler. Probably. <laughs> she should watch it. <laughs> okay, so she we, we're in we're in this house and um yeah. we we have um, <laughs> we the, the, she escapes the prison and she find like she um she's she gets sacrificed, right? And yeah. um the the rabbit comes in. He's like, "I'm going to give you a second chance cuz you fucked up." <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, she... I loved it because like there's a point where she still has her cell phone, mm-hmm. and they get freaked out that she has yeah, the cell phone. She's, a witch. And she's like <laughs> taking pictures and stealing their soul. I thought that was really, really cool. It just it's the one thing about it is that like after she like stops them, she doesn't leave. And wow. I'm like, why is she not leaving? Why is she not leaving? And I thought this was like maybe a writing flub, but it actually makes sense later on in the film. I don't know if I should say it now. I yeah. mean, I guess we're in spoilers, yeah, right? Yeah, we are spoilers. So she wants to kill people without realizing that she wants to kill people. Yes. So I think the reason she's not leaving this room and just escaping is because she came there for a reason. But she has to do this play in her head of, like, being the victim. Yes. So that's kind of why she doesn't leave. But go ahead. So um, also, the, the dad, a couple of things that he says. He says, tools are sustenance. He says, we hunt, we eat, we survive. Stealing and money is man-made. And I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God. This guy, yeah, like he's cool. like this fucking hillbilly philosopher. I loved him so much. Anyway, <laughs> she, she decides, like the rabbit's like, you have to kill everybody to advance. And you can't say my name. And she, there's a gimmick where she's always like, pink. And then she covers her mouth like she almost says it. And it's, it's yeah, really yeah, silly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it happens a few times. One of my favorite things in this first segment where she kills the dad in the uh, the hillbilly was the practical effect slow motion where it's yes. not really slow motion but they take a <laughs> they take a leg like a, a prosthetic leg and they that just was so cool. spin it around yeah I know they just spin it around very slowly but it's not slow motion it's just them spinning it really slowly and they film it yeah, from a yeah, really yeah. weird angle that was fucking angles. awesome that, that was, was so good fucking rad that was really really cool um there's a part where they talk about snowflake this like dying sheep and they do this like really wild animation and it's like this story about how uh the main character reminds him of this this rabbit that they had to kill and it was like this is fucking crazy there's a scene where um the drum scene i don't remember the what's the drum you don't know the oh, drum the scene? sacrifice the, yeah oh we'll talk about that well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself so there's a scene where Caleb, the creepy son, he chops a rat in half, and I think it is just a dead rat that they cut in half. Now, to be fair to this movie, you can buy rats just to feed like snakes and stuff, so it, they didn't kill a live rat. So let's uh, let's all calm down. <laughs> but it was still pretty pretty gnarly. I was like, oh my god, this is kind of hard to watch. Yeah, so they have her on the table, and then they start bringing out like the drum, and they're, like they're doing the ritual and everything. Which uh, was I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about this. I just I just loved it. Like the the drum was awesome. 
Caleb doing this weird, like, kind of eyes rolling back into his head, trance-like yeah, state. It was, it was really, really cool. It was awesome. Dad starts telling a story about what happened to his leg, and the story is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because they were in a famine and they couldn't eat anything, so in order for his daughter and wife to survive, um, he cut off his leg and fed it to them. <laughs> it's like, oh god! And they ended up dying anyway, and Caleb was the only one that survived. And then he stabs the fuck out of Z. Yep, Z gets fucking murdered, baby. End of movie. Bye bye. Or I'm sorry, Martha, Martha yeah. is the name, Dan. <laughs> but who shows up? The pink rabbit. We already said everyone's this. favorite character. Yeah. yeah. So the pink rabbit shows up. He's like, "Hey, um, now we can't have you die." And he like reverses it. He's like, "Listen, um, how did you like his bling, by the way? Because he was wearing some pretty blingy stuff. <laughs> that clock. Well, the, there's so many references to other things. Like the clock he wears is the clock that she uses to wake up in the mm. morning. And uh, there's like also, little Alice things like Wonder that. Man. Yes, very Alice in Wonderland. Absolutely. But um, the Pink Rabbit's like, listen, this is a game. You're trapped in this game. Uh, I I don't want you to die right now because I didn't explain to you the rules and I want to be fair to you. And so he tells her the three rules, which I think I have written down here. Okay. Put, put trust in the strength of your mind is the first rule. I don't know if that's really a rule because how do you break that? Not to put trust in the strength of your mind. I don't know. I don't know. Um, number two is... You have to kill every person that is presented to you. Once everyone has been eliminated in like the con- the confined battle area that you're at, then you can move on to the next round. Uh, and the third rule is you cannot say the pink ram ram name, mm-hmm. uh, or he will show up and fucking bamf you to hell. I guess pretty bamf. much. Haven't heard that. So yeah, those are the three time. rules. Now that she knows the three rules, she confronts the two again. They have a fight. She fucking okay. She cuts both of their heads off with like a samurai sword in one swipe, yep. which is outrageous. <laughs> it's so stupid. Then she gets oh, transported away from that because she has killed <laughs> yeah, both yeah, the yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To this really weird campsite that feels again very Lynchy and very Twin Peaks. Oh, looking. with like the little kid, like. That's like, like a, appearing, appearing and everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. so much. It was so cool. I love it. Love it. Love and it. And then it. she goes to her new set, which is also like equally insane looking. Like there's so much mm-hmm. detail in the set. And in this set is a gypsy mind reader type woman. And yeah. um, it's also played by Zeke, mm-hmm. I believe. So before we get into that, I just want to talk about a few things. Yes. Certain things that like would tie us into the next scene, we could leave things that would help us transition. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of like video gamey aspect of Mm -hmm. this where when she completes a level, text will show up and be like, Hey, you did it or whatever. Like first rule and like all these different things. I think it would be cool. Like at her office, if she had like a little, like a handheld game she was playing instead of working. So like that would kind of, and maybe the graphics on it would tie into what happens later, something like that. Um, that sounds like more budget than four thousand dollars. Uh yeah, maybe. <laughs> but and then another another way to tie it in is when she's driving down the road, instead of her like just teleporting, what if she was going and she sees the kid and she swerves, and you don't even have to show the car swerving; you should be like a zoom into her and she's like turning a wheel, and then she swerves and crashes her car, because then it's still a reference to her son getting hit. 
And then she gets out and she's like, oh no, like I crashed my car instead of like teleporting. Right. And then she's like wandering in the woods because maybe she sees somebody. She's trying to get help. Uh, and then uh, she just, just magically like... gets into the 1860s through walking through the woods, basically. Well, no, but then she gets kidnapped by one of the guys because, like, but dude, dude, like, throws I a rock like, at her. I like the 1860s thing, though. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I just feel like some of these could connect a little better. But uh, go ahead, because now we're talking about... It's, oh, they're almost like different stories. Yeah, you were they saying, are like, they're different ghosts that she visits. <laughs> um, so, this... Okay. She's basically having this, like kind of self-reflection talk with Z Mm -hmm. and um, it moves to a place where uh, she, she reveals that her, her head is not a head, but a brain. (laughs) That was so cool. (laughs) Oh, because this is her brain. This is Martha. Yeah. This is her super ego, I guess. Right. And, and she, has she is like the heart and that's the brain and these two are literally fighting yes which i thought it's literal like i said but how what a cool idea she ends up killing her own brain yes which makes sense when you think about it because all of the things that she's been doing she's not using her head she's using her like heart heart, yeah the the loss of her son is driving her insane so so what a cool idea. She is not immediately transported after she kills that thing. And then she remembers, oh, I have to kill everything. And she remembers the cat. So yep. enter one of the funniest scenes in the movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It gets funny until it, it gets really dark. It is killing a cat, but they use a really silly looking stuffed animal <laughs> for a lot of yeah, the yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course, of course. And it's like... There's one scene where they just have the cat, and she just lays the cat on her face. Yes! And she's like, oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, my God. That was really funny. Um, So, I... That whole scene was funny up until the very last part when she goes to stab the cat. That's when it got too real for me. Like, oh. when she kicks the cat, and it flies and hits the wall yeah. and blood splatters, I feel like that's when the cat should have died. Instead yeah, of her, it... like, having to, like, go and, like, get real close but to the cat. But this is, and... like... I'm like, oh, that's too much. That's too much. I I, I can see what you mean, but you know, this is you know very. I mean? It's very trauma shocky. Like, a, yeah, a shock. Oh yeah, there's What's a lot that? of shock value. Yeah, in this. lots of shock value. Shock value. That's what I'm looking for. A couple things too. Um, she even references like, who would write this in you know into the film? She yeah, looks right at the camera and says the fourth that wall break. The cat. Yeah. Oh, that was really funny. <laughs> I'm like. Uh, yeah, who would? Who would do this? <laughs> it's so funny and. Another scene, too, is when she was caught by the hillbillies. She's like, hey, I'll pay you all, like money or whatever to get out of here. She's like, do you guys have PayPal? Yes. <laughs> that made me laugh, too. And they're like, what is this PayPal? Uh, but yeah, anyways, so she defeats the cat. Of course, the cat can talk. Oh, and they do like a reverse. They uh, they they gave the cat like peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, probably not peanut butter, but like yeah, something to make like it the talk. the Mr. Ed strategy, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And the uh, cat would say a bunch of dumb shit. I love that. Uh, so what is the third area? She so the third area to? is a police investigation mm-hmm. led by like this cop, like officer, oh, what's it? Officer Fox, detective Fox. Yeah. He's playing it. He was really good too. So straight. Like he, yeah. he is, he's not wild or crazy. He's like just this, no, no holds barred. I'm like a fucking detective and I, I know you killed somebody and it was like, mm-hmm. whoa, Okay. No zaniness here, but then he's constantly <laughs> berating this this intern officer, and he has this really funny monologue about the kid eating donuts and being a piece of shit. 
and not being able to amount to anything and it made me laugh so much uh, yeah that was that was really great um so yeah we have this like final scene in this room and like again i feel like they they use the same room yeah but they but completely change mm-hmm. how the room looks with the set and it's so fucking cool and there is this like I don't know. It's like cardboard or the walls are covered with uh, these all I can, I can call them like sponge bricks. It's like this brick pattern yeah. that they use like sponge and paint to do. And it looks really, really good. I like that a lot. But yeah, we have these two idiot security guards that are kind of supposed to be watching and monitoring everything. And the detective's interrogating her. And he's basically trying to say like, hey, I know you're not crazy. You're, you're just trying to use that as a defense. I want you to, to confess to these murders and you're a real piece of shit. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was being attacked by this pink rabbit guy. He's the one making me do all this stuff. I don't want to do it. Um, of course, it turns out that she is the pink rabbit and yes. she is actually uh, Cuckoo Bananas. Um, for and I, yeah, oh yeah, for coke, for cuckoo puffs. Why the detective un uncuffs her? I don't know. I guess it's a, yeah, that was a little <laughs> like, silly. I mean, Officer Fox, and, come on, Officer, Officer Fox. Fox. And then there's some magical things that happen in this that cannot be explained. Like, like what? She has she gets a sword like teleported under her shirt, which she didn't have before. And when she escapes after she kills the detective, cuts his fucking head off too. Good the, scene, by the, the way. The metal, yeah, that was really cool. The metal grating comes undone. Oh yeah. And it's, and I mean that could just be like in her head she doesn't know what to do, but she's really doing it herself. But still, it happens really fast. It's like magic, really. And she like escapes to go like wreak havoc or whatever. Or, or actually, no, she goes to her son. Uh, she accidentally says the pink rabbit because she's reading a a book where the pink rabbit comes mm-hmm. up to her son. And then the pink rabbit animated, like in an animation, takes her to hell and drops a fucking piano on her head like it's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> she wakes up and she's like, oh, it's all a dream. She's back at work. And then she like leaves to go to her son again. But there's, a, okay, one of the coolest, this is like the best scene in the film. And it's it, you only see it for like two seconds, and they do a, a callback for it. Is there's this tiny window? Oh yeah, with bars on it. Yeah, and it shows the pink rabbit is jumping outside. You just see his legs. So that happens again to indicate, oh, she's stuck in a loop. Yeah, and she's this is like her own personal hell where she does this over and over and over again. And it, I just love that kind of stuff. And uh, one of the things is like in the beginning, when it's showing the pink rabbit stomping and all the flowers and kicking mm-hmm. them and. And that music, I was like, oh, that was so fucking cool. I wish that the title screen showed up then instead of where it does show up, which mm. was in the first scene. Yeah. I feel like it, it fit way more right there. Yeah. Um, I did feel like it set a different tone because that was such like a uh, like an elegant, like somber mystery tone. And mm-hmm. that's not what this film is. This yeah. film is like zany, crazy, yeah. out of control. Um. Ooh, God, I have so, I could talk about this film for hours. There's so many different things I could talk about. But, yeah, we're running. We got yeah, to... we're running a little late. Dan, what are your final thoughts? Um, watch this film. It's everywhere. Go go watch it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it um, she even admits herself that it's not for everyone. But it, like like Jared said, if you yeah. want to get together with some, some cinemaphile friends 
and yeah. uh, enjoyed a nice drink or two with this movie. And uh, like you really love trauma and you really love um, creative filmmaking, creative narrative. Yeah. Like this is a narrative that you have never seen before. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say final thoughts. I enjoyed this movie. There are dips uh, where in my attention, like, so there are I, spots I did, where my attention did wane. I did want to say that, like this film is an hour and forty five minutes long. You feel the length of it at times, but yeah, I don't know where you would cut out anything. You know mm. what I mean? I, I'd say some of the stuff at the end with the interrogation could have been a little quicker, mm. and there, the the time I felt the most bored would be the second part with. Her and the uh, gypsy. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is that, um, I, I I guess I think some people find gypsy to be offens- offensive. Yeah, I've um, been saying it. I'm sorry. I won't say that. I'll, I'll try. <clears throat> so uh, the part that I feel like lulled the most for me is the second part when she's with the fortune teller. Um, there's certain scenes that just kind of w- they go on for too long, or like the scene hold held it held on a subject for too long, and I feel like that could have been sped up a bit. But what's what's crazy is like even though that's where the lowest lows were, whenever the gypsy would pop off and like do some crazy weird shit, it's like some of the coolest stuff in the movie. So you're just on this roller coaster of like, oh, okay, all right, all right, and then it's like, whoa, this is fucking mm-hmm. nuts. Exactly. So the film combats a lot of that. Uh, I mean, not a perfect film. None of them are, but it's. I still thought it was pretty fun. All right, it's let's just, wrap this it's, shit up. Yeah, it's good to see filmmakers making films. That's all I got to say. Hell yeah. And like audio design, set design. Uh, all that dude, was so audio design. Good. Audio design can make or break a film. And yeah. if, it, if it doesn't draw attention to itself, then it's fucking mm-hmm. great. And it didn't draw yeah. attention to itself. So great on yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, guys, you can find us on Twitter at Indie Film Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Indie Film Review Pod. You can email us at you can find us on Instagram at Indie Film Review Pod. You can email us at theindiefilmreview at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Patreon for patrons if you want to donate a dollar or three dollars. Or if you if or if you're a filmmaker, you can donate five dollars one time, and then that will give you a priority list of our film screening because we have about six months worth of films to get through and if you want your film to be reviewed um in two weeks or so or a set a date like zekin did zekin's like i want this to drop whenever my film drops so we're like okay we can Mm -hmm. totally do that so you get to choose or it's about two weeks and then um it's just a one-time five dollar donation we also have a paypal but check out those things just email us for information uh jared talk about that podicon Fuck yeah, baby. Necropodicon is the place you can go to if you want to check out more cool and interesting podcasts like ours. Uh, Mario and Waffles talk about things. They just released a new episode. They and kind of like I was part of it. Oh, really? I played the priest. You little sneaky snake. You little sneaky snake, you. Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm in it too, actually, because I, I did could, some VO for him. Yeah, he, yeah, so... He said you were in it at the end of the episode. I'm like, I didn't hear Jared. What, what, what was your role? Um, I was like a thug or something. Oh, okay. I was like one of the henchmen. Okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I, I got to fucking listen to this thing. I haven't listened yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the priest at the end. I did my Werner oh, voice. So I'm like. <laughs> oh, yes. Dan, I love you. Yeah. You're the best in the biz. Mm-hmm. Audience, you're all right. 
you know, thanks for being here. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate everyone listening. Like and subscribe. Ring that bell. Give us a thumbs up on InstaFace. And uh, tell all your girl gals and your friendos about the show. And that would really make me happy. I'd really like that. Uh, thanks again. Dan, you have the final word. We are living on planet Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>